the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. How are you today? I tell you what, after this broadcast, you're going to be a lot better because we've got worship and we've got a book called Fierce Peace to share with you. But the one who's going to be co-hosting with me to do all that stuff is a guy whom I've known for a long time. I, he, he, he's, he's, a, he's a guy who has written books similar to mine and he's done, done launched out and written another book that is not similar to mine, Andrew Hopkins, a San Diego, a San Diego legend. Andrew, how you doing? <laughs> Doing good, man. Good to be here with you. It's it was fun to see you uh, craft this book and the title "Fierce Peace." That's it. It's almost a contradiction of terms, but being a Christian sometimes is a contradiction of terms. That's right. So, what do you think we're going to do today, there, Andrew? Well, we're going to praise the Lord, <laughs> and we're going to get into the Word, and and I believe God's going to do some powerful things. So I do too. Well, my listening friend, as you you could tell, I. I I mentioned, and let me read to you the the uh, tease that I I built for this that I put on the air to promote this. Um, the it's it says that the songwriter and author Andrew Hopkins, the author of Fierce Peace, with a subtitle "Living in Peace That's Stronger Than the Storm," joins me for both hours. Andrew brings his guitar, and he has brought his guitar Ooh. and his new book, and uh, we're going to do this live broadcast to share with you about this seemingly contradictive term, but it is really the truth in the power of the intimate relationship with the Lord. It's called fierce peace. But also along with that, you've, you've, you've uh, crafted some songs, haven't you? Yep. Yep. We just came out with a new EP called curse reversed and it's five songs that are all centered around the finished work of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus. So, Oh my, are we going to, what do you think we, you know, one of the things you and I talked about before the show is I was wondering when we play your music and when we do the talking about the book and the scripture really clearly identifies that, you know, in, in uh, second Chronicles, King Jehoshaphat, he sent out the worshipers before the warfare. Yep. So before we get into the fierce peace, maybe we send out the worship. Come on. Okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so this first song is what? Yeah, this song is called We Praise, and I wrote it with a friend named Connor Coughlin, and uh, basically it's it came out of this chorus that I had hidden in my phone. I had some note memos in there, and uh, it just talked about praising God for the cross and the way that he loved us, but I wanted to write something about how God identifies with our pain. He yes. identifies with our struggles, and yet at the same time, he overcame. He, he, he's, he's a high priest that is not unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. He's tempted in every point that we yeah, are. Because he, he's, yeah, he's been there, done that. Exactly. He <laughs> felt what we felt. And I wanted to write a song about that, as well as speak into some of the tensions that are going on in the earth with the racial oh, stuff exactly. going on. I mean, and, look at the newspaper uh, and 
listen to the radio and television, my friend, you know the world ain't as it should be. Yeah. And I, what I'm holding right now is this is you call this a EP. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this is also being released at the same time as your book. Yep. That's it. Came okay. out the same day. Oh, I love so it. There it is. Okay. Well, then uh, let's uh, do a little damage here to the enemy as we praise. Here we go. Son of God, you left your father's side, you put on flesh. The perfect righteous one became like us. The holy king of heaven here on earth. Son of man, familiar with our weakness you understand you felt the pains and joys that I have and overcame the world we stand in awe we praise you for the way that you have loved us we praise you for This is, he's got some other verses we're going to be playing for you right now, but you need to realize the musical bridge about every nation, tribe, and tongue purchased by his holy blood. As we talk about in the next uh, hour, we're going to talk about nearest uh, peace, and it is tied to his blood and his sacrifice that will empower us to embrace this fierce peace. Andrew, I love this song. Continue. Yeah. Let's sing that again to every nation. Every nation, tribe, and tongue Purchased by your holy blood Come together, join as one Before the throne of God We praise the Lord our God Oh, 
imagination's Robin Tom. Yeah, you purchase with your blood. Not one more than another, no. You gave it all for all. Oh, my friends, you know what? We're in that time right now where, you know, we've read a lot about Scripture. Yeah. And we put it way down in the future. We'll deal with that later. But you look in the mirror and you look in the news, you go, maybe I ought to be dealing with it right now. Need it now. And, and the, the, there's a lot of fierce things going on by the world against yeah. us, but God has his own fierce plans. That's right. And it's, I and I like like that. You know, in Revelation 7, it says that there was every nation, tribe, and tongue gathered around oh, the yes. throne. Yes. And But Jesus' prayer was, Father, on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. And that we would... We would just keep experiencing uh, heaven come to earth. And I love the miracles, the signs and the wonders and, and, and all the supernatural works of God. But one of the things that's happening in heaven now is that every nation, tribe and tongue is gathered around the throne. That's right. And their ethnicity is still intact. Oh, I love that. And their ethnicity. Yes. There's their freedom to be themselves. There's freedom to be your own culture because that's how God created you. It's the creative nature of God. We're all created in the image of God. But to see all the different ethnicities shows actually the creativity of God. And when you look down here on earth and how the enemy is trying to separate us by mm-hmm. ethnicity yep. uh, and separate us by different little nuances of the Christian faith, yep. uh, that's that's an enemy's tactic. Yep. But God's tactic is bigger and wiser, isn't it? That's right. That's right. And, and, and the one thing that everyone got brought together was... The blood of Jesus, the oh, sacrifice, on. the salvation. They all said together, salvation belongs to our God. Yes. They said our God, not <laughs> not your God or this other God. They said our, our, like God. there was a... It's a collect, the collective God yes. for every nation, tribe, kingdom, and tr- tongue. Yes, Come it on, was Andrew. unity and the one thing. I mean, I, I appreciate there's different programs and things that the world is doing to try to bring everyone together. But man... Honestly, the only thing that can really do it is the gospel of Jesus. Yes, and Under, that's underwritten by Holy Spirit, by that's the right. way. Yeah. We're going to be talking a lot about that in the second hour when we get into your remarkable book called Fierce Peace, Living in a Peace that is stronger, I say stronger, stronger. than a storm. <laughs> Come on. Amen. <laughs> Keep strumming it. there because we've got about two minutes. Yeah. And let's just uh, speak into this. One of the things that Andrew and I have done in, in the past, we've known one another for more than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And uh, his first book and my first book were very parallel to one another. And so a lot of that had to do with singing out God's heart cry. And as we sing out God's heart cry, the scripture says he inhabits our praises. And when we have that heart attitude, even in the contrary times of the lack of peace that we seem to be getting in as we look to the news and uh, just walk around, when we realize that worship and praise is the thing that is going to bring God's presence, and with God's presence, the enemy just don't have a chance. Yeah, he can't handle it. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So we've got about one minute left in this in this segment, and then we're going to go into your next song in the next segment. Yeah. Um, any thoughts that you want to share in this, uh, say, 45 seconds right now with our listening friends? We love you, by the way. You're going to have fun during this broadcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. because we have the Andrew Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just want to speak into that, the sense of that, whoever may be listening, that uh, the sense of maybe you've gone through racial injustice and, and maybe it's it's scarred your heart, it's hurt. The beautiful thing about the gospel is that Jesus is not a stranger to your pain. That Jesus actually has felt all of the pain and all the sorrows. The scripture said he carried our pain. He carried our sorrows and he felt it. And that's why we praise him. 
That's right. And it's why we praise him because he's a God that's not distant and far away, but he's a God who's come close. Yes. And if we and, and if we get close to him like he really wants us to do, that's really always been his heart cry. Yeah. But if we get close to him, he's going to give us the secrets of uh, victory. And sometimes God's secrets to victory are contrary to what we in the world think they are. And sometimes we in the church community think they are. I'm loving the music, but I'm also loving the next this second hour or two because we're going to talk about this fierce peace Come on. which only God can do. My yeah. listening friend, Andrew Hopkins, more music and more about his book when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you, and my friends, I've been looking forward to this broadcast for quite some time because it has one of my favorite people, Andrew Hopkins, joining me in the studio, and he's not alone. That's right. He brought another Taylor besides Kaz Taylor, and that Taylor is the name of a guitar. That's good. I like that. (laughs) So we, we've got another song we're going to play. You know, my, my friends, the, the first hour we're going to be spending uh, dealing with some of the music that's on his new, it's called the uh, Curse Reversed EP, and that is uh, available. Give a website, why don't you? Yeah, well, my, my website is BreakerMinistries.com. Yes. BreakerMinistries.com. Yes. And... Uh, and you can get it there, or you can get it on all the online music stores out there. Sure, and so. your book as well. Yep, everything Here's there. Peace. Yeah, Breaker Ministries, you can get everything, the new book, all the stuff. I got another book on there and all kinds of music. So, so. this is another song we are going to do here. I, I loved it when you talked a little bit about this uh, entitled Still. You, you, you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about how God is... Uh, still moving today. He's still working. He's still doing his stuff. It's not like you read in the Bible and you go, he did it back then. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He did it back <laughs> then to showcase what he's going to do right N-O-W now. Right here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the song and I'll let you break into it in the key of A. In the key of A. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I hey, was... by the way, I might bring my harmonica in. I'll try to, I'll like try to do, not do an injustice against you. Oh no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> And and I do want to say though I love it when you come in I think that's how we officially met at a twenty four seven worship. Oh, that's right. I was just doing my thing and we hadn't met yet and you just came right in started singing the song of the Lord playing the harmonica. I was like, oh okay, this is good. I don't know him yet, but this is real good. But you were inclined <laughs> to that anyway, so it was not a, a, oh, yeah. a major you know stress. What's going on on, no. on on my set? It was like God, and that, that's how God works in the body of Christ. Yeah. He has us harmonized with one another in a yes. way nobody ever has heard that harmony before, and that draws people even closer to yeah. H-I-M, Him. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So just by the way, that's how we met, <laughs> in the flow of worship. <laughs> but I was uh, I was at a Good Friday service last year, and uh, as they were leading in communion, I was leading worship, but as the church was leading in to take communion, I kept hearing this phrase, your wounds are still healing. Oh, like it. when they talked about the broken body of Jesus and by his stripes or by his wounds were healed. And I just couldn't get away from that, that, that the, the potency or oh, the yes. theolo- theologians would say the efficaciousness Woo! of the blood and the power <laughs> and the broken body of Jesus is still just as powerful Ooh, as it was then. That's the word. Oh. That's where it still came from. So I just sat down on my piano and, uh, and that's, this is literally what came out a few few modifications here and there, oh, but the it. melody line and all that. So. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to introduce Andrew Hopkins in a song called Still. Lord, I look upon the cross where your broken body 
All those stripes upon your back Every blow you took for us Are healing But I look upon the nails And the piercing you Where the blood and water flow A fountain opened up for us Our cleansing It was all for to the words of this song, my friend. This is a song that was written that could apply to way back then, but even more so now, even in these challenging times. My listening friend, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Andrew's song about still means he is still who he has always been, yesterday, today, and forever. And as the saints back in those days could depend on him, as the saints back in the Old Testament and even the New Testament could depend on him, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those were pictures and patterns for depending on him now because these are the times where he's really desiring to show off through his kids like Y-O-U. Yeah. And I hear mercy I hear grace, I hear freedom, you've broken every chain, I feel healing, 
Friends, I'll tell you what, we're in the thick of things right now, and God has to have, he's built us for such a time as this. So if you're looking around going, why are these things happening to me? God constructed you to be able to properly deal with these things. As we move forward into another song in the next segment of of Andrew Hopkins, we are going to then get into the actual content of his book fierce peace and while we are setting the stage with music about Jesus Christ still who he was and how we praise and exalt him as we talk about the book we're going to actually showcase what that looks like and him giving us a nuance of peace in the midst of chaos so Andrew we've got about a minute left in this segment do you want I'll tell you what let's do you got, to, you got your chord progressions there. I want you to sing to our listening friends a word of comfort. Now, this is, you know, if, if I didn't know Andrew so well, he'd go, what are you having me do, an impromptu thing? I'm saying, Andrew, you got the goods. So we've got about a minute left in this segment. Would you sing an impromptu encouragement to our listening friend? Because my listening friends, it's time for us to be whom we've been called to be. And the enemy thinks he's got us just like he thought he had Jesus. But guess what? He rose Come after on. three days. Yeah. Done deal. Yeah. And here we are in these days as well. Yeah. Andrew. And there's healing in his wounds uh, uh. for you. Yes, there's healing in his wounds for you. He'll take your brokenness and he'll make you whole again. There's healing in his wounds for you. My listening friend, Andrew Hopkins, and I are going to be talking about another song, and then we're going to be introducing the book. He's going to introduce the book, and I'm going to be going, yes, Andrew, yes. It's called Fierce Peace, Living in a Place That's Stronger Than the Storm, when Andrew Hopkins and I come right back. (laughs) More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, my friends, I knew this was going to be a special show, especially if you've got some uh, anxieties about life. And if you look around in the news or in, you know, even just even in your own in life and different things that have happened to you or your friends, you're going What in God's name is going on? Well, what's going on really is the enemy trying to intercede in God's kids and God's plans to return to this earth and rule and reign for a thousand years. I mean, 
That's amazing. Andrew Hopkins is with me, and we have had the opportunity to introduce um, his book and also his uh, EP. It's called Curse Reversed, but his book title is, we're going to be dealing with that very soon. Get this title, Fierce Peace, what a seemingly big contradiction of terms, Fierce Peace, Living in a Peace That's Stronger Than the Storm. But, you know, Andrew, as I, you and I have deal in, in Scripture, sometimes the apparent contradictions yeah. have the greatest truth. Yep. And you're yeah. going to parse out some of the greater truth tied to having a fierce peace in your life Amen. through Christ. That's so we've right. got a song here, and actually, you you call this actually the title track for your song. Yeah, and it really it. is in a very in a very real way. It's a title track for your book as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a powerful message. I wrote it actually with a friend who used to be a worship pastor down here in San Diego at the Rock Church, my friend named Ruben Mundo, uh-huh. and uh, we I just had this idea of singing the Greek word sozo. Mm. Sozo is basically what we translate as saved in the New Testament. And it means, in short, it means to be saved, healed, and delivered, to be forgiven of your sins, healed of all diseases, and uh, set free from torment. Yes, yes. and the delivered part is is the equipping that actually releases you to actually the things that you've experienced be part of Christ's body and help other people experience them as well. Yep, yeah. (laughs) Set free, set others free. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. So you've got a chord progression going here and, and a yeah. song, and uh, we're going to have you play this song. This will be the third of the songs that you, uh, the third of the three songs you're going to be presenting, and this is going to be a kind of a springboard, yes? Yes, it Into is. Fierce Peace, that wonderful new book of yours. By the way, where can people find this book and this EP? Come on. Well, Andrew. you can go to breakerministries.com. Um, you can get all the music in the books there if, if you really like uh, other stuff it, store you can check it it's also on Amazon and all the online music stores you can check it out on there but breakerministries.com yes 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 ladies and gentlemen the title song of the curse reversed EP oh I guess you can guess what the title of the song is since it's the curse reversed that's EP it. I guess you can figure out the title that's right right Andrew curse reverse <laughs> let her rip brother upon the cross Your body broken there for us The blood of Jesus is enough Oh bless the Lord It is finished And there you were laid in a tomb That all was lost for good But you took the keys from the enemy Oh, bless the Lord It is finished Every curse reversed By the finished work of the cross Every stain washed away by the mercy you poured out. Broken bodies are healed by the stripes that you bore. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. 
death and conquered sin. The old is gone, the new begins. Oh, bless the Lord. It is finished. Every curse reversed by the finished work of the cross. Every stain washed away by the mercy you poured out. Broken bodies are healed by the stripes that you bore. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. All praise belongs to you. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. All praise belongs to you. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And there you are enthroned above Your scars remain to show your love Forever we'll proclaim the freedom one Oh bless the friend, you're listening to The Curse Reversed on an EP entitled The Curse Reversed. It's going to be setting up our talk as we get into the next segment about this remarkable book called Fierce Peace, Living in a Peace that's Stronger Than the Storm. You know, in the scripture, it talks about it being finished. And this song, Andrew, talks about it being finished. I'm going to let you uh, release the last portion of the song in just a moment. But one of the things you need to know, my listening friend, about it is finished. It, what it being finished through Christ means that the enemy's 
plans to destroy us is equally finished. The only problem that we need to have uh, solve is that we need to believe that it's finished because as long as he keeps us thinking that it's still ongoing, that's the only power he has, the power of influence and subtleties and lies. But when we stand on Christ's shed blood and allow him to empower us in our lives with he is the head empowered by the Holy Spirit, his ruse will be discovered and he will be defeated because he is defeated. Come on. Andrew. Come on, let's just, I just want to just declare this over you. Every curse reversed. Every curse reversed by the finished work of the cross. Come on. Every stain washed away by the mercy you poured out. Broken bodies are healed. By the stripes that you bore, oh hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Your stains are washed away. I hear the Lord say, your stains, your stains are washed away. And there's no stain that His blood can cleanse. And there's no stain that His blood can't clean. Yeah, Jesus came to set you completely free. There's no stain that His blood can't cleanse. There's no stain that His blood can't clean. Jesus came to completely Sets you free. My listening friend, I hope you hear the lyrics of the words that Andrew Hopkins is singing. There's nothing that you've done that can't be eradicated through the blood of Christ. And so many times the enemy thinks, well, you can't, you don't deserve that, so you're going to have to suffer the consequences. Oh, no. God has gone the way before his shed blood has given you a, a power and a freedom that you can't even imagine. In fact, it's time to go beyond imagining it and living it. And Andrew, we're going to spend some time in the next segments talking about your book and how people need to understand the sacrifice that Christ did on everyone's behalf means that he can give us a peace because of the fierceness of the things that he experienced in our behalf. We've got, it's time for us to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to be digging into your book. And who knows, we may have a segment or two where we do some impromptu worship. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, come on. So my listening friend, Andrew Hopkins, and we're going to deal with his book called Fierce Peace, Living in a Peace That's Stronger Than the Storm, when Andrew Hopkins and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. It's a joy sharing things with you. You know, the first three segments, we spent some time uh, on some uh, music that uh, Andrew has written, and he's got a new CD out called Curse Reversed EP. Andrew, and it's going to be it's magnificent. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but also, this really ties into a book. You know, you're turning into a prolific author. Come on. Come well, on. You know. I see, you know, in the, in the end of the book of John, it says there would be impossible 
for all the books to be written, the things that Jesus did. Yeah. So you got a fair amount of books left to write. Yeah, you got plenty more, <laughs> plenty more. <laughs> and the, you know, I've I've been tracking him, and he and I have a similar heart cry in some of the type of books that we write. But his understanding of worship and how worship is really oftentimes a key to getting into the intimacy of God. It's remarkable, and I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that as we talk about. Fierce peace, uh, living in a peace that's stronger than the storm, uh, the intimacy that we have to understand God has done for us and that we can embrace, that that intimacy oftentimes tied to worship is yeah. going to be a real key. Amen. So yeah. where, where are we going here on, on the talking about this book there? Well, got the new book, Fierce yeah. Peace. Yes. Subtitle, Living in a Peace That's Stronger Than the Storm. And, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting connection because that—, that Curse Reverse EP came out on the same day as Fierce Peace. Yes. Good Friday, I believe, was April 15th this year. And it came out on that same day. And the, the tie-in is this one verse, Isaiah 53, verse 5. And I, I think I'll be quoting like a mixture of NIV and New King James, but here we go. It says that Jesus was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the the, the King James would say the chastisement yeah. for our chastisement, peace. Yes. And then the NIV would say the punishment for our peace was placed on him, and by his stripes, by his wounds, we are healed. And I just found out, wow, Jesus, it's the, I love the, it's the peace of God that surpasses understanding as all this, but that's exactly what Jesus died for on the cross to give us peace. And the, and the Hebrew word is shalom. Ooh, don't you just love that? Jesus died to give us shalom. Mm. And shalom, as the, the, it's, it's broadly known, it means nothing missing, nothing broken. It means wholeness. It means health. It means prosperity. It means total well-being. Yes, it does mean tranquility and and all these good things. I mean, honestly, if you go down the list of what shalom means, it's what every person has ever wanted in their entire life, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, you want shalom. Oh, absolutely. It's what everyone's going after. You know, and and this verse actually, you know, Isaiah 50. Three, four, and five basically uh, are what you're talking about there, the chastisement of his peace mm-hmm. uh, and, and things like that. But, you know, as I read further, I'm going, that's a powerful verse. And I kind of scanned a little bit further. And then verse six, it says, all we as sheep have gone astray, have turned everyone to our own way. And the Lord hath laid upon him, Jesus, the iniquity of yeah. all of us upon his own uh, upon His own son. And yeah. so one of the things that we need to realize is sometimes God wants us to make a transition sometimes from the sheep to the lion of the tribe of Judah. Come on. And, and sometimes we're just too timid, and, you know, we, we are so gullible. We can turn into being <laughs> gullible, and the enemy goes, I like gullible. Yep. I can use gullible. Yep. So God doesn't want, he, you know, wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So this yeah. book is powerful, and I love, you, we're going to go through several chapters here. What's yeah. the title of this chapter? Uh, we're going to be looking at chapter three, which is called The Gospel of Peace. Um, and, and we'll look at how what Jesus did at the cross paid for us to have peace. And, I, and what I love about that is, before we even jump into that, just defining what peace is, is so important. We just looked at that Hebrew word shalom. Yes. But, it, but it's also important to know what is peace not. It's, it's, it's not political correctness. It's not people-pleasing. It's not being a doormat for everyone to walk all over. Come on. It's not peacekeeping. It's peacemaking. It's, yes. it's different. It doesn't just mean that, oh, well, I just have to let it be, and that's, that's I have to keep the peace. No, 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 no. Peace is not passive. Ooh. Peace is, 
is a fierce protector. My and we'll my. get into a little bit more you of that later. It might be the scripture, blessed are the peacemakers, because they yeah. should be called the, the, sons, chil- of the sons of God, the children <laughs> yep. of God. So so it's not uh, being acquiescing to other people's peace. Yep, that's it's, right. We are the peacemakers because Jesus, you know, you know, he's got the government on his shoulders, and it is yeah. his, his peace that needs to be uh, introduced in the world. And the enemy goes, oh, this is a peaceful <laughs> thing you can do, but it has hooks all over it to, yeah. to snag and snatch you. Yep, and so I found out the, the the world has a definition of peace, yes. but it's not the same as God's. <laughs> oh, thank and you. and you know while the world would almost say everything on the outside oh is going right, that's what peace is. No. Jesus says nope, it has really nothing to do with what's going on the outside. Everything to do with what's going on inside of you. Wow, wow! And you're saying we can find this and other things in the fierce peace book that you have that's available. Right. I, I, I as I was going through this, I'm going. I think Andrew hit on a major truth, and a lot of times the major truths, uh, you have to dig a little more deeply than just a cursory glance at Scripture. That's right. Totally. And and the thing is, is that in the world today, there is all kinds of chaos going on. And so someone say, man, what are you talking about peace right now? There's chaos going on. And what I love about Jesus is that he he showed us that it's actually possible to have peace on the inside, regardless of what's going on on the outside. Oh, my, my. And when Jesus gave his life at the cross, he paid for us to have shalom. And I want to look at that just a little deeper because shalom in Hebrew, Hebrew is a, a multifaceted language. And it actually has a pictograph meaning for each letter in the oh, Hebrew yes, language. The Hebrew letters are magnificent. And so if you look at the, the letters that spell out shalom, and I go into deeper detail in yes, the book on this. If you look at the, the, the pictograph meaning of shalom means this, destroy the authority that attaches to chaos. So, Say that again slowly. That's a, that, yeah, yeah. That's a heavy phrase. We need to digest that, Andrew. Shalom and the pictograph meaning of Hebrew says this, destroy the authority that attaches to chaos. Now, what, what, what are we talking about? It's like the author of Shalom, a.k.a. God, yes. is trying to tell us if you can destroy the authority that attaches people to chaos, then you can have completeness, wholeness, peace, well-being, everything that Shalom has to offer. Yes. What? How did that happen? When Jesus died at the cross, come on, somebody, I feel the preacher <laughs> anointing coming on. Lay it on. <laughs> when Jesus died at the cross, he defeated all of our sin, he defeated death, and he defeated the devil, which the devil and our sin is what causes the world to be spinning in chaos and anxiety. Yes. But when Jesus died and, and when he resurrected, he crucified all of our oh, sin. Yes. He, he put death in its place. He's, you know, I, we like to call it, he, Jesus gave the devil a PhD, permanent head damage. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he smashed him under his feet. He, vict, he victoriously rose again and he put the devil in check and Jesus rose again. He said this, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Why, if, if all authority in heaven and earth is belonging to Jesus, and that means the devil has zero authority. Ooh, ooh, Why is that important? Because shalom means to destroy the authority that attaches you to chaos. Yes. If before we were in Christ, we were under the dominion of darkness and under the, the power of our sin, when Jesus died at the cross, he broke the power of the devil and he broke the power of sin. Uh, oh, don't you love it? And that means we get to walk into shalom because the authority that attached us to chaos has been defeated. And wouldn't you say we've got about a minute and a half in this yeah. in this segment, but wouldn't you say the challenge is, you know, we read scripture and we take those scriptures like this one and we put it on the shelf and we go, we believe in that, we believe yeah. in that, but sometimes we haven't really been tried yeah. in the truth that uh, do we really believe it or is it just a convenient thing that we say mm. on Sundays and with our friends saying, here's an interesting scripture, have we really 
been immersed or baptized into that to yep. know that it's true. You got to. And I would say 2019 came around and we all believe something. And then 2020 <laughs> came around and then we found out what we really believe. Yes, right. And it's when you go through the, the, you're confronted with issues and challenges that are confronting what you really believe. That's how you know. Okay, am I holding on to this or am I not holding on to exactly. this? And you got to stand firm. Jesus paid for me to have peace, and I will not settle for anything less. I love that. My listening friend, we're talking about a book, Fierce Peace, Living in a Peace That is Stronger Than the Storm. And if you've experienced and are experiencing storms, no matter what they may be in your life, there are solutions. It's in Scripture and I really appreciate uh, Andrew Hopkins because he's dug into Scripture and uh, helped us understand what some of these contrary things may be going on here, but there is a solution, and we know his name. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. The next segment, we're going to actually get into another favorite chapter of yours. It's called Fiercer Than the Storm. My listening friend, you're going to need to pay close attention to this, especially if you're experiencing storms in your life right now. Isn't that right, Andrew? That's right. That's what we're going to look at. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first from Andrew Hopkins and Kaz, and Andrew will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. I hope you're engaged in this topic. We spent the first few uh, segments uh, with some music that uh, my co-host, Andrew uh, Hopkins, has written and it really dovetails into the topic that we're dealing with now, both the EP, the cursed, uh, the cursed reversed EP, and the Fierce Peace book were released on the same day. And Andrew, it's been a joy sharing with you these insights. My listening friend, you know, there, there, there are people, there are people that uh, the Bible talks about that have the Issachar anointing, mm. and they know the signs of the times. Now, while I cannot proclaim absolutely that Andrew is one, he's sure working on it. He, and the more you dig into the Word, the more, more you let the Holy Spirit speak to you and then through you to others, uh, people are going to go, how does this person know these things? Well, my friend, you can know them too, but you have to delve yourself into what Jesus did and through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit whispering in your ear every step of the way. Amen. Andrew, we're going to spend some time on another chapter of your book. Um, let me just read the theme of this because it's the top of the hour, yeah. uh, and some people may be just joining us as well. Andrew Hopkins, he's a songwriter. He's the author of a book entitled Fierce Peace, Living in Peace is Stronger Than the Storm. He has joined me for the first hour, and he's here for the second hour as well. He's going to bring you know troubled times and heart-rending highlights of his book on the solutions therein to us, and that book again is titled Fierce peace. So what chapter are we dealing with here and where are we going there, mighty man? <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, jumping into chapter four, which is entitled Fiercer Than the Storm. And uh, I, I basically, you know, Jesus said this in John 16, 33. He said, I told you these things so that in me you would have peace. Mm. And then he said, in the world, you will have tribulation, tribulation. or mm. NIV says trouble. So you got two realities. But And then he says, he says, uh, take heart because I've overcome the world. Yes. Take, be, be of good cheer. So he tells us there's actually two realities that we live in. He says, in me there's peace and in the world there's trouble. And it's possible for us to actually live in a world that has trouble all around but have peace yes. within. 
What do you think? Would you say the challenge sometimes in the Christian faith or those who are still making this decision about going all the way with Him? We've got one foot in the world and one foot in yeah. uh, with the Lord, and that, that's uh, lukewarmness at best. Yep, totally. And and so Jesus gives us one of the best examples, as He always does. Yes. In in Mark chapter four, there's a story of Jesus who they're they're about to cross this lake. Yes. And he, they get in the boat, and He says, "Let's go to the other side." And then Jesus uh, goes to the back of the boat and takes a nap. <laughs> yes. They're halfway through the lake and a fierce storm comes yes. down. Water's pouring in the boat and Jesus is still sleeping. All the disciples are freaking out. Absolutely. They're going wild. They, and they, they wake Jesus up and they say this to him. They say, don't you care that we're all drowning. We're, we're going to perish. I'm giving some paraphrasing. Here. And let me pause for a second. My listening friend right now in the challenges that you're facing right now, be honest. How many times have you said, don't you understand what's going on, Lord? Yep. Don't you care? Yep. And that's and that's what happened. And so uh, if I pause even the story right there before we finish the story of that, <laughs> I find, I found this, this thing to be true, that the disciples let the storm around them become the storm inside of them. Ooh. And whenever we let the storm around us become the storm inside of us, it distorts our perception of reality. Oh my, my, Andrew. And when great. the when it distorts our perception of reality, we watch this, they actually begin to accuse Jesus of not caring for them. Yes. And they begin to think that they were actually going to die. They it, it distorted their perception of God, of themselves and their circumstances. Why? Because the storm around them became the storm inside of them. Why, why is that important? Because, man, there's raging storms going oh, on absolutely. in the world all around us. Uh-huh. And if we're not careful, our, our perception of reality will be distorted because we let the storm be our lens yes. instead of the truth of God's Word. You know, it occurs to me as Scripture, that which is first natural and after that, that which is spiritual. We use that for a spiritual good thing, but also it works negatively as well. Mm. That which is first naturally fearful, yep. if you allow that to become fearful inside, it's a spiritual uh, determined as well. And God says, don't even go there. <laughs> That's right. And so Jesus, he wakes up, yep. which by the way, is great that the storm didn't wake Jesus up. Ooh. It was the cries of his disciples, <laughs> yes. which tells me a couple things that he actually cares more about his disciples than the storms going on. So did he, don't you care? Of course he cared. The storm didn't wake him up, but you did. Yes. So, so he wakes up, he tells the storm, peace, be still. The storm calms down completely. Yes. And the disciples are going like, wow, who is this? That even the waves and the storm obeys, please. They obeyed him. So, so th- I mean, there's so much places we could go with this because I feel like the whole story is chalked up with revelation. But Jesus said this at the very beginning. He said, let us go to the other side. Mm. And what happened was there was three voices in the story. There was the voice of Jesus. There was the voice of the storm. And there was the voice of the disciples. disciples yes. And the challenge for, for, uh, for us, if we put ourselves in the place of the disciples, is this. What's the, what voice are we listening to? Jesus's voice said, we're going to get to the other side. The storm said, you're going to die. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and and this, is the, this is the fork in the road that believers are coming against right here right. and right now because in our Because like the disciples, we are like the disciples in this picture. Yep, that's no it. No question about it. Think about that for a minute. Ponder that, my friend. Where are we? When we're looking around, I, I know there are contrary things going on in our government, in medical things, in education, uh, you name it. And about every everything that could be shaken is being shaken yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And if you allow yourself to see the external things rather than yeah. the voice of the, God. And he, he yeah. oftentimes, he uses scripture, but he also uses Holy Spirit to whisper in your ear as well. Amen. 
Amen. And this is this is what I found that whoever you let be the narrator in your life Ooh. will determine your perception of reality. Ooh. And when they determine your perception of reality, ultimately they determine your destiny. And this is say that very again. important. I know, but say that again. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're throwing yeah. so many nuggets out here. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, we'll sit on it for a second. Who, <laughs> 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 whoever is holding the narrative in your life determines your perception of reality, and whoever determines your perception of reality ultimately holds your destiny. Oh my! And why is that important? Because. We have a fork in the road right here and right now. Are we going to listen to the voice of the storm, the voices of doubt, the voices of fear, the voices of confusion? I mean, there is there. I, I, I don't know. I haven't been alive that long, but <laughs> there's the most confusing voices that I've seen in my lifetime that are going on right spinning now. around yes. the world right, right now. now. So much confusion. Are we going to listen to that voice? Because if we listen to it, then we also let it determine our destiny. Would you say that a lot of times we listen to it because we subject ourselves to broadcasting things or Mm -hmm. we subject ourselves to reading certain things and things like that? We probably shouldn't even be dealing with that stuff in many ways. There's a lot of poisonous words out there, Mm -hmm. put it like that. Mm -hmm. And and I I would say that words create worlds. And and what, what do I mean by that? Well, on the positive, we speak faith, we speak life. But on the negative, man, you got dark voices speaking poisonous words to try to twist people's ways of thinking. Yeah. And if they succeed in that, then, oh my gosh, we have bitten in to the, to the or I, should, I would say bitten in, but we've listened in to the voice of the storm. And we, if we're not careful, we'll end up being like the disciples who, contrary to what Jesus actually told them, they said, we're all going to die and you don't care about us. One of the things that I'm seeing right now, and it's very sad in my observation, Andrew, and that is sometimes a person who's a believer gets uh, polluted by this, but the, but the, the pollution doesn't stop there. They pollute their family. They pollute everybody yep. with whom they're working. They may pollute people in a church environment, any any environment like that. And we can be causing more harm than good rather than stepping back and let Holy Spirit Come on. speak to and through us. That's right. And And the reality is this. Jesus' word was, we're getting to the other side. You could say it like this. They had a word from God. <laughs> yeah. They're going to make it to the other side. Oh, can you declare that to our listening <laughs> friends right now? Come on, Come everybody on. listening out there. You're going to make it to the other side. <laughs> it's ta- the word of the Lord. We're talking about a book that uh, Andrew Hopkins has uh, written and just released along with a Curse Reversed EP. What's what's an address or a way that they can find out more about this or maybe email you or whatever, Andrew Hopkins? Yeah, go to BreakerMinistries.com. Yeah, BreakerMinistries.com. Everything you need to know will be there. Dot com. I love that. Well, we have about a minute left. Yeah. Why don't you spend this minute or half of it talking to our listening friend and distilling some of the things that you shared in this chapter, this chapter, Fiercer Than the Storm. My friend, you may feel like you're in the thick of a storm right yeah. now. Andrew, what have you to say of encouragement to our listening friends right this moment? Yeah, Andrew come Hopkins. on. If you're in the thick of the storm, you got to know the truth today. Number one, you're going to make it to the other side. And number two, Jesus is with you. And he actually does care about you. He does see what you're going through. And, and, and I would say number three is that your trial, there's actually training in your trial. God is allowing you to face some of these trials because he's putting an inner fortitude in you to trust in him no matter what's going on around you. So hold on. So Don't hold give on. up. 
So that really sets the stage, Andrew, for our next segment. We're going to talk, uh, we've talked about chapter four in this, in this fiercer than the storm, but we're going to talk about, uh, this is, next chapter really pays off the contrary words, fierce peace. That's it. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And the chapter title of chapter five is Peace Stands Guard. How can peace stand guard in the most tribulatory uh, times that we've ever experienced in our life? Well, don't go away because Andrew Hopkins will discuss this when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, I'm so glad to be back with my co-host. Is He's a guy, Andrew Hopkins, he's a guy whom I've known for Many years, he's a worship guy. I think we met in a worship environment, Andrew. Yep. And uh, we had God stirred us in many similar ways. I was writing books, as was he. And, you know, we both love worship, so book titles often are tied to worship-related things. So, Andrew, uh, we've, got a, we've been spending a lot of time talking about setting the stage for the title of your book, which is Fierce Peace. And we're going to spend some time in this, uh, in this uh, segment talking about Chapter 5, which is Peace Stands Guard. But before we do, I need to take care of a little business. Andrew, you mind if I do that? Go for it. I knew you'd say that because we, <laughs> we discussed it in the commercial break, and you said, okay, Kaz. Well, I need to tell you about something that's going on on Wednesday, May 11th. You know, that's very soon. It's called the Free Appreciation Breakfast for Pastors, and it's a breakfast, and it's at Skyline Church in La Mesa. It happens at 8 a.m. And if you're a pastor or if you're a church leader or a church administrator or church staff and your guests and spouses, you're welcome to. It's a way of KPRZ showing appreciation for everything that you've done for this community and others. Uh, It's called the Appreciation Breakfast. And uh, we invite you to find out more about it. It's Wednesday, May 11th at 8 a.m. at Skyline Church. But let me give you the pre-registration access kprz.com, and you go there and you look at the website, you will find out about the Appreciation Breakfast. I want to tell you a little bit about that. But while I have you here, and before we get with Andrew, I need to tell you one more thing. I've got a website now that has a, a way that you can get a hold of me, and that way to get a hold of me, of me is by using this information, by using this to email me and communicate with me. Listen to this. Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. You got that? Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. You can email me and say, Kaz, love the shows, hate the shows. Here's a recommendation for the show. But be careful. If you have a good recommendation, you may just be sitting in the co-host seat helping me accommodate that recommendation. Okay, Andrew Hopkins. Sounds good. There we go. I have a recommendation. <laughs> What's <No>. that? <laughs> Let's talk about fierce peace. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, and that's a contradiction of terms. Yeah. And as you and I discussed earlier, when you get into a contradiction of terms and it's in Scripture, that means there's a deep truth that ha- requires a little bit of digging. Yeah. And you did some digging on this, and you came up with some major revelation. And we're going to talk about one of your favorite chapters in this book entitled, Peace Stands Guard. Guard. Uh, Andrew Hopkins, lay it on us, man. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this book started because, well, I, I had studied peace uh, here and there throughout the years, uh, but I went to prayer. I was in a time of prayer. I was going to preach that night on peace. So I was like, I should pray before I do this. <laughs> so as I'm walking, I'm praying. I felt like I walked into a wall of the presence of God. 
And so I stopped and I, like the prophet Habakkuk said, I looked to see what the Lord would say to me. And as I looked, I saw in a vision, uh, uh, this, this, this warrior man standing and he had a sword drawn out to me. And I knew in the vision, it was the Prince of Peace. Yes. And he had a, he was dressed Prince in of armor Peace with a sword. He was, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so powerful. <laughs> he was dressed in armor and he had a sword and it was drawn out to me and the sword was laid on my chest and I could, it was in the spirit, but I could physically feel the sword on my chest. I don't know how to explain that, but it was a real deal. I thought in my mind, if this is Jesus, I shouldn't be standing anymore. I need to be on the ground because this is the King of Kings. Like this is the Lord. This is the Prince of Peace. Come on. So I said, I can't go forward because there's a sword on my chest. So I went all the way backward. But I knew, but the Lord was speaking through this. I went all the way on my back because if I would have went on my face, it would have spoke uh, spoke to like uh, humbling yourself before the Lord and, and seeking. But I went on my back, which spoke to me of resting. Oh, that's so good. And so as I went down, the sword followed me down. And he said this in a tone that was very stern. I don't think he was trying to like rebuke me in yeah, a really harsh man. way, no. but it was very strong. He said, don't ever call my peace passive. Oh my. And the sword was on me. Don't ever call my peace passive. Then he turned around with a sword drawn and stood guard over me. My, my, my. And I realized that I had just experienced Philippians 4, verse 7, which says this, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Yes, yes, yes. Well, what? Guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. What a remarkable scripture, and that it really is so true. But it's hard sometimes for us to discern that because they're so contrary. Yeah, and that's... That's where this whole concept of fierce peace came from. I realized that peace is not a passive pushover, but it's a fierce protector. My. And Jesus stood there as, as the prince of peace, and he stood there with, I mean, I'm talking about he was clothed in armor with a sword drawn. And I looked at the word, and I knew this because I had studied it before. The word for guard in Philippians 4, 7, the Greek word means to prevent from a hostile invasion mm. Through a military guard. My mind, that reminds me of a scripture, peace, peace through strength. Yes. And, and in a very real way, that's what the Lord is saying. Um, you can have my peace through my strength. Yes. Through my strength. Yes. And the peace of God, although it brings rest and tranquility, oh, that's so it good. is not passive in nature. Oh, my. Because in the vision, and not only just, it's not even really, because the thing is, some people can be like, well, that was just your vision. But like, no, I just told you it was Philippians 4-7. I experienced Philippians yeah. 4-7. You know, sometimes can people can misapply peace, what the world says is peace. In the scripture, it talks about, I think it's, in, uh, well, one of the gospels that says, and they shall say peace and safety, yeah. but sudden destruction shall yeah. come upon them as a woman in travail. Yeah. So the world's expression of peace, and we may be hearing that phrase coming soon, I don't know, to a world near you, <laughs> peace and safety and sudden destruction shall happen. What hap- Why sudden destruction? Because we are taking the external promise of peace and I- ignoring the internal promise of peace through yeah. the peacemaker himself. Amen. And come this on. Is, and, and yes, and this is the thing, that, that peace— wants to actually, Jesus wants to stand guard over your hearts and minds. And so here's the key, though. And this is the, the fear, peace is fierce because it's pictured as a military guard, and, and the Amplified Bible translates it a garrison. So, oh so it's like some, it's not, it's not wimpy and it's not passive. It's like a fierce guard to prevent from the hostile invasions of fear and anxiety, etc., anything that would steal your peace. But here's the other part of the vision. I was resting. I was I was laying on my back, my. 
and this is what the Lord spoke to me in summary was that when I rest in him, he fights for me. And the, in him is the vital part. In him. Yes. And we rest in him. He fights for us. And what, so what does it mean to rest in him? It doesn't mean you're lazy and your faith is just kind of like, you know, you don't do anything. It means you're actively believing and trusting in everything that Jesus paid for you at the cross and everything that God said about you. This really speaks to me because sometimes, you know, when you study scripture, you go, not everybody knows this. And you put it on yourself like, if I don't share this with other people, I, I I've, I've violated my, my, my commission yeah. and that's not really it. I, I yeah. just realized, and I think probably reading through your book really helped, but I need to be able to rest and say, God's got this. That's He's going to use us. Yes, he is. And we be faithful to when the Holy Spirit tells us to do something, but don't overplay this. It's not all on you. In fact, it's on him and he uses you as part of his solution. Exactly. And that's the resting part of it. Oh my. Resting is faith. And sometimes people don't think, okay, well, I need to, I need to like really work hard. Well, yes, faith without works is dead, but it's not, it's, it's not a work in the sense of striving in your own strength. Right. It's trusting what God said about you and then using the power of the Holy Spirit to thrust you forward into whatever God's called you to do. It's different. So what is, when you say thrust through, through the power of the Holy Spirit, quickly define that. We've got about two minutes or three minutes left in this segment. A lot of people may go, yeah, I, I understand your words, but how do you really entrust in the Holy Spirit? How does he communicate? The two or more witnesses, or does he communicate yeah. in, in some still small voice? thing? What, what does that feel like? Well, at, honestly, at baseline, it's what did God say in Scripture? Ooh. Basically, God said, I'm loved. I'm loved. <laughs> okay. I don't have to work for to be loved. God said he's going to provide for me. I'm provided for. I don't have to toil. Look at the sparrows. They don't sow or they don't reap. They don't do anything, but the Father takes care of them. How much more valuable are we? And so we rest in the fact that God's taking care of us. It does not mean you relinquish your responsibility. Ooh, say that again. That's so true. You yeah. don't relinquish your responsibility. responsibility. You, don't, you don't just become a lazy Christian. It just means that the, from the inside, the internal place that you're living from, is saying, everything I'm doing, I'm doing it because I trust in what God said. Yes, but part of it is it's a proactive resting. Yes. It's not, it's not a lackadaisical, I'm yeah. just going to ignore things. It's a, a proactive resting, and, and that how would you define proactive well, resting? Well, And this is where we go back to chapter 4, <laughs> and we go, wait a second, who also was resting? Oh, oh, there you go. Very Jesus good. was sleeping on a boat in the middle of a storm. <laughs> yeah. How in the world did you do that? Because he trusted that his father is going to get him to where he needs to be. Oh, my, my, my. We, we've got about a minute left in this segment. How would you like to close this? We're going to have some fun in the next segment, yeah. too. So tell a little bit about how you want to close this. And we're going to, if you're enticed by this, by the way, the name of the book is called Fierce Peace, and it is available through... You can go to breakerministries.com. Yes, yes, and also find out about his new EP. It's the Curse Reversed EP, also available there. Amen, amen. And I would just say, real briefly, if if listen, if you're dealing with fear and anxiety or any other voices that try to intimidate you and cripple you in the sense of, man, I can't do anything, I'm just, I'm just discouraged and broken down, man, I'm telling you, you got to hear the voice of the Lord. And the voice of the Lord to you today is this, be strong. Be at rest because you have a father who loves you and who sees you and knows every need you have before you even ask him. 
Just know that he's there for you and trust in what the word of the Lord says over you and God will come through. Oh my, my, you know, my friends, it's about time for us to take a break, but I'm going to leave something with you here. Remember at the very beginning of the show, if you were with us at the beginning of the show, we talked about how worship and praise can set the stage for things. And so what we're going to do in the next segment, I'm really looking forward to this is I'm going to ask you to bring your guitar back, Mm -hmm. Andrew, and we're just going to just play some, some maybe chord progressions or things. And whenever God gives you or me, we're going to present that uh, unto the Lord as a worshipful thing and allow God's Holy Spirit to come in. And maybe this will help people understand where we are. And then the last segment, we're going to tie everything together. Is that fair? That's right. So get that guitar ready because we're going to be digging into it. And there's a Psalm in Psalm 40, verse three, it says, he has put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God, and many shall see it and fear and trust in the Lord. The, The point that we're getting to here is we want you to see and hear and trust in the Lord. How does that happen? When God puts a new song in your mouth. Amen. We're going to allow God to put a new song in our mouth and you can sing along in the next, next segment when Andrew oh. Hopkins and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, my friends, we're coming down to the last half hour of this broadcast from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And this has been a remarkable broadcast, but oh no, it's not over with yet. In fact, uh, Andrew Hopkins, the author of Fierce Peace, living in a peace that's stronger than the storm, is with me. We've introduced a few songs off of his uh, Curse Reversed EP, which was released at the same time just recently as his book, Fierce Peace. Uh, We're going to spend this segment and the last segment tying things together. But musically, we're going to spend this segment uh, using basically impromptu music. And people oftentimes are intimidated by that. Like in Colossians, it talks about psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah. People have the psalms down, and they, they can sing the psalms, and they can sing hymns, which are a representation of, of the psalms based on words that we put together. But the spiritual songs is a challenge, and you don't hear that very much, mm. Andrew, in the environment of the church in particular. But certain people, and Andrew, you are among them, have dared to <laughs> step out and let Holy Spirit speak to you as you're actually playing, and maybe even in a worship service sometime, a musical bridge, all of a sudden this word comes out, and all of a sudden somebody goes, Andrew, where did you get that? And you go, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it happens. So um, let's spend a little bit of time. I In the last segment, I shared this. Well, you know, fierce peace is a contradiction of terms unless you understand the one who is guarding you uh, and giving you the peace, and that's the Lord himself. We're going to spend some time in this segment. I'm going to read this scripture. I'm going to ask you what God is stirring in your heart now based on we've spent a, a, a good uh, hour and a half of the show setting this up. So uh, um, let me read the scripture in Psalm 40, verse 3. It says, God has put a new song in your mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and trust the Lord as a result. So God will see and fear this, the words of this new song, but it's not a fear, uh, a, a fear like the enemy wants to ca- cause. It's a fear of reverence yeah. to the Lord, and then uh, uh, it will change their lives. So when we talk about a scripture like that and the stuff that you've been sharing about fierce peace, what's, what, what, what's a phrase or a thought that God has given you? And let's launch out with that. 
Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, is there, oh, is there a, okay. Is there a phrase or a thought? Honestly, uh, we were looking at this Jeremiah 33, too. Okay, Jeremiah 33 and, as well. And this whole, it says those who will, there's, there's a group of people, the voice of those who will say, praise the Lord of hosts, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And it says of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the That's Lord. That's right. Yes, and earlier on in that scripture, it talks about that voice or the song of the bride and the bridegroom. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, a lot of people go, "How? In, what does that sound like? Well, uh, Andrew and I are going to give you a little taste of that. Yeah. This is not always how it's going to be, but this is kind of one of the things that may happen. This is impromptu. We don't know exactly where Holy Spirit is going to go with this. <laughs> but one thing I know about... Uh, this man is this man it will listen and obey. So we're listening to the Holy Spirit. Let's see what happens. I might bring out a harmonica to support you a little bit. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, <laughs> let's, let's just start here with a, a, maybe a G chord progression, and let's see what happens. Amen. I will bring the sacrifice of praise. Jesus, you're in the name of all names. Though the world is shaking and though the world is torn, I will bring sacrifice of praise. Okay, let's do this. You know, the Bible talks about in, in <clears throat> Jeremiah 33, Andrew, it says the song of the bridegroom and the song of the bride. Okay, I'm going to play the role of the bride, the, the bride. And by the bride, I'm not going to change my voice to a female voice or anything like that. But we are being prepared for the marriage supper of the Lamb. So in that context, I can be the voice of the bride. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some of the concerns that I have as I look around without including Christ in the equation. And I, I invite you to be the voice of the bridegroom giving me solace in the midst of this contrary time. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> Lord God, I'm perplexed. I don't understand. All the troubles that are in my face and are near at hand. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I barely know to get on my knees and pray. Where do I go? What do I do? How do I learn? Trust in you, 
How do I learn to trust in you? Listen to my voice, listen to my words, and listen to my love, and lift your eyes, yes, lift your eyes, it's brighter, it's brighter, it's brighter than what you've been looking at. Turn your face towards mine Yeah, yeah, yeah He says turn your face toward mine And lift your eyes And turn your ears To the life in my voice And the mercy in my eyes I will look at you and you alone, Lord. I will trust in you and you alone, Lord. You're the only answer in this troublous time. Am I on the right page here, Lord? <laughs> so come on up, come on up. To the hiding place. So come on up. I'm coming up. Come on up. To my hiding place here. I'm coming up. Come on up. Come on up. I'll hide you in my shelter. I'll hide you in my love. And I'll show you things you never see. I'll show you the great horizon of your destiny And I'll show you the greatest love My listening friend, you have heard a little flavor of Jeremiah 33 where it talks about the song of the bride and the song of the bridegroom and the Bible talks about they give a sacrifice of praise in the house of the Lord. My listening friend, this is meant to take the fear out and bring the confidence in the Lord in. So we're going to summarize this two-hour show as we deal with the topic of fierce peace when Andrew Hopkins and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Oh my, <laughs> my listening friend, you're gonna you're gonna have to go back into the podcast and archives and listen to this show. Uh, it, it's especially when God gave us a- Andrew picked up his guitar and just did a key of G chord progression, and it was from Jeremiah 33, 3 and 4 and 5, and on like that. It talks about the song of the bride and the bridegroom and uh, praise unto the Lord God. And 
basically, God sh- showed up Come big on. time, didn't he, Andrew? That was super good, man. Well, but so now that that sets the stage for you to do a summary of not only the book of everything that's happened in this two-hour period of time. Uh, I'm going to go take a break. You take it away. I'll be hey, back when you're go. finished. <laughs> so w- what do you want to leave with our listening friends? Yeah, you know, I would say, I mean, yes, go back, check it all out. You can get the book at breakerministries.com and, and all that good stuff. But I would say this is that one of the things that peace does is it puts us back on track. And and why is that important? Because, man, as you have experienced, the world has been going crazy since 2020. And what I've found is that, yes, there is a disease, and yes, it is real, but I've found that the greater pandemic is a greater is a, is a pandemic of fear. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this happen because I, I realize that, man, sometimes people are walking down the street with like a zombie hazmat suit, like they're about to go into the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, you got a mask and a shield for your dog even, you know, like walking their I dog. Know. And I'm thinking, like, uh, I get it, bro, like, you're, maybe you're uh, like a little don't want to catch the thing. Maybe they just have raging allergies. Maybe that's the yeah. Thing. Give them the benefit. Of the yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> but I realize even in that that the real issue is fear, and and it's that's the greater thing to deal with. And if we deal with that enemy of fear, then people will get back on track because fear ends up crippling people. That's right. And I found this. Wait a second. It's actually in scripture. And <laughs> the same dudes that wrote the Bible, the same dudes that we look up to their teachings. They were actually locked in a room because of fear. And in John chapter 20, you find the disciples after Jesus was crucified and he was still in the grave. It hadn't been the three days right. yet. And it says in John 20, they were locked in the upper room because of fear of the Jews. Yeah. And yeah. And Jews probably in Romans also likely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be afraid of. I mean, if you take things in the natural and not yeah. the promises of God. Totally. And, and I figured, man, they just, they're probably going like, you, they just crucified my best friend, Jesus, and um, now they're probably going to come after us. Yes. And so they were locked in a room of fear because because they thought they were going to die too. But here's the crazy part. That sounds a little too familiar to us. Oh, come on. It really does. And I, I tell you, my heart goes out to the people. I, I see it in the stores. I see it when I'm walking on the street. I see it when people are jogging with a... <laughs> You know, with a big old mask, and there's not anybody for there's you nobody know, around. blocks at least aw- yeah. away from them. And you you look at them, and they're not doing this out of uh, of protection. I mean, pr- protection they would call it for protective sake, but it is there's a fear. The fear is it's the fear is, is overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming, and my heart just goes out. It yeah. goes out. And and for me, I think listen, if you feel like you got to wear a mask, you feel like you got to get a vaccine. I don't really care. I don't. I don't really dive into that world. Yes. I just say, if you're crippled by fear, let's deal with that, because I got an answer from the word of the Lord for you, and it's the fierce peace of God. Ooh. And so I don't go there. I don't go down. I, I just feel other people, they can deal with all that stuff. I yeah, just say, listen, you got to do a lot, whatever. I just know if fear is the, is the problem, then God wants to set you free from fear. And Ooh. so this is what I found. The same dudes in the room, this is what I love about Jesus, is that he didn't— this is in what, what, what in, gospel? This is in John 20. John 20. Yeah, in John 20, in verse 19, all the way down. And, and this is what I love about this. They're locked in a room because of fear. And then it doesn't say that Jesus waited on the outside until they got over their fear to deal with and talk to them. It said he walked right through the wall. The doors were locked, and he walked right through the wall and appeared in the midst of them, which tells me that if you're dealing with fear and anxiety, Jesus will meet you right where you're at. And that's in John 20. In John 20, he met them right where they're at. And then guess guess what the first words he said to them was? He says, peace be unto you. 
Oh my. The word peace. He released peace to them in the midst of their fear. Because that's exactly the answer for people's fears today. And this is what I found so significant about this story and another parallel story, David and Goliath. Oh my. The whole army of Israel was crippled because of fear. Yeah, fear that it giant. was the same thing. And they here's what I found though is that Goliath, they they thought it was Goliath on the outside. They thought the giant was really the problem on the outside, but actually the problem was on the Ooh. inside. And so, you, you, so you've got 12 tribes yeah. going into the promised land, and two of them, Caleb and Joshua, say, yep. let's go. Yep. Let's go. God has promised this to us. And the other 10 say, yeah, but did you see the size of those giants? And here we are in these days, it's the same kind of a challenge. Whatever the giant happens to be in your life, we may say, they're too big. We can't handle that. Yep. But somebody has got to say, we can do this. <laughs> we can do it. Because God said we can God do this. Said. And it's the same story in David and Goliath. It's Ooh. the same story in the boat when, when Jesus is sleeping, the disciples are freaking out, the storm is raging. And it's the same story in John chapter 20. They're oh. all crippled because of fear. And this is what I love about David and Goliath's story. The Bible said that the all of Israel was crippled because of fear, and then David went and defeated Goliath. Mm-hmm. But this is what I love. It says, it says, when they began to see the Philistines running off after Goliath was defeated, they saw the Philistines running away. Something rose up yes. inside of yes. Israel. And I love how the NIV translates it. It says they surged forward with a shout oh my. and began to chase the Philistines out of their promised land territory and to plunder them. Oh, my. And yes. this is what I believe is on the other side of peace, yes. that when we get set free from fear because of the peace of God, God begins to launch us into our destiny. Yes, we begin yes. to chase the, the enemies. of the, We don't have to say the devil. You could, you, you could put a name on it. The enemies of fear, anxiety, torment, guilt, shame, condemnation, all of those things. Those things began to get chased off because we dealt with the fear. Oh, my. And then we get to take back what is rightly ours. Yes, yes, Which yes. is... Peace. Oh, I love which it. Which is love, which is joy. We get to recover all. And it's a fierce peace because when you when you hand it over to the Lord, he's with the sword. He'll take care of the he'll take care of the challenges. You just need to be obedient. That's right. And and one of the key pieces of this equation is Holy Spirit intervention. That's right. I mean, if we if we try to do this and well, and I'm not just degrading the word at all, but it's the word with the Holy Spirit that yeah. brings the really wonderful right. power. Totally. And so, you know what I'm going to have you do? I'm going to have you talk mm-hmm. a little bit more, and then yeah. we're going to close the show with you praying for our listening friends yes. about the dispelling or dis- dispensing or getting rid of the the fear factor, yeah. literally the fear factor that's causing people to do things that they wouldn't normally do. Yeah, and I'm going to have you pray over these people to close the show. So, Amen. We've got a couple about one or two minutes of just talking about this, and then I'm going to have you just pray like crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this. I would say the real enemy is not what's going on on the outside. Yeah, it's what's happening on the inside. If you can manage your inner world, Jesus said this in John 14:27. He said, "Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you." And then he says this, I don't give like the world gives. He says, do not let your heart be troubled, Mm. neither let it be afraid. Don't let your heart be troubled or afraid. He says, and and this is the crazy part. He actually says, you have the ability to to not allow those things to get inside of your heart. My, my. How do we do that? 
We rest and trust in what Jesus accomplished for us at the cross. We rest and trust in whatever God promised us, whatever whatever he spoke over us. We are loved. We are forgiven. We are accepted. We are empowered. Oh we are anointed. Yes. We are more yes, than yes, conquerors yes, yes, through yes, him who conquerors. loved us. Yes, yes. So, very good. Now I'm going to have you. We've got about a minute or so yeah. uh, left. I'm g- why, you like to pray with your eyes closed sometimes. Don't pray with I, your yeah, eyes I'll closed. Be you. watching me because yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you some time cues here as you pray. But I want you, listen, my friend, if you have a level of fear that you're having trouble getting rid of, Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ wants to take care of that for you and take it from you. I'm going to invite you to say a prayer over our listening friends and keep an eye on me because I'll give you a time count and then we'll get out of the show. My listening friend, what a joy spending time with Andrew Hopkins and his book, Fierce Peace. And once again, the website for the Fierce Peace. BreakerMinistries.com. Very good. Give us that prayer, man. Come on. First Peter 5, 7, Jesus says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Wherever you are, if you need to experience the peace of God, I want you to just lift your hands up like you're, like you're taking some cares and you're throwing them to Jesus. And I just thank you, God, that as they cast their cares on you, Father, I thank you that the peace of God will come crashing in their hearts. Father, I thank you that Jesus paid for us to have peace. And so, God, we don't want anything less than what you purchased for us. So, Father, I speak over hearts, I speak over minds, and I release that fierce peace of God to come and stand guard over their hearts as they've given you their cares. Now they're resting in you. And, God, I release peace to touch their hearts and minds and to settle their mind and their heart right now in Jesus' mighty name. I want to speak. Even there, there's someone here, there's someone that's listening, and you even have pain shooting down your neck. I just feel like that's a sign that God's presence is with you. And I speak over your neck and I say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Shalom puts things in order. And, and, and so, Lord, I thank you for shalom to come and touch down in it and in people's homes and in people's sleep, that they would have sleep like never before and rest like never before because of Jesus' name. My, my. Andrew Hopkins, my friend, what a joy. What a fun couple hours. And my yeah. listening friend, if you check the podcast, if you missed any of this, we can be back next week with other magnificent things. Andrew Hopkins, author of Fierce Peace, thank you for joining us. My listening friend, do not be afraid because there's a fierce peace Come on. awaiting you through Jesus Christ. See you next week. Andrew, thank you. Say, say so long to our friends. See you later. All right. See you later. God bless. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.